It's the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast, where I'm helping you find freedom and flexibility in your business by learning to delegate like a pro. I'm your host, Tanya Thomas. Welcome to another episode of the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast. I am your host, Tanya Thomas, and today's topic is the difference between an executive virtual assistant and an on-site assistant. And some of these things I I may have mentioned in another podcast about uh, when I talked about what is a virtual assistant, but I wanted to also come on and talk about the difference between the two because now with the onslaught of remote work um, and more people being acclimated and more open to working remotely, with uh, other people, most in this case, we're talking about assistants, but I still think that it's important for people to know the difference because some people are still new to the concept of a virtual assistant. And so it, it may or may not be a fit for you if you're that person and you're thinking about whether or not you need a virtual assistant or an employee. So I wanted to come on and talk about the difference between the two, and hopefully you will find it helpful to you in your decision process. And so the obvious that I'll start with is the fact that we, I'll start with some of the similarities instead. I thought about talking about the differences, but I'll start with the similarities. Similarities, of course, virtual assistant and assistant, they are both uh, professional people who have um, administrative assistant backgrounds. They perform administrative tasks and they should do that in a proactive manner. So they should have the experience and the ability to be a thinker and not a doer. So they should have the experience also of being of having supported someone before. I think it is important if you're thinking about, you know, having any type of assistant that they have experience having supported someone because there's a difference. There's a difference between someone having done clerical work versus someone who has actually been an executive or an administrative assistant to someone else because they then, if they have that experience, they know how to support someone, you know, again, how to think ahead and and be of help to make your work life and life easier versus someone who's just a taskmaster. So that is the similarity it should be between a virtual assistant and an administrative assistant. So that's where it it stops. After that, it comes the differences. So the differences, a virtual assistant, uh, the biggest difference between the two of them, obviously, is the fact that a virtual assistant works remotely, and an on-site assistant is going to be in your office. And so a virtual assistant is also a contract person. So that she, he or she would not be an employee. Therefore, they set their own work schedule. 
an on-site assistant, of course, is going to be your employee if you hire that person. And so they work the hours that you set for them. And so also a virtual assistant, the benefit to that is, is that since that person is a contractor, you're not obligated to provide them with benefits. You don't have to supply them with their hardware or office software. They should have those things. And so though that saves you money because you don't have to supply them with those things versus if you hire an employee, they're most likely going to want benefits. And then there's other tax implications that come along with that, something that you want to discuss with your accountant. A virtual assistant also is going to be more efficient because a virtual assistant is just going to be task on time. So when he or she is is working on something for you that's billable when they're done, they're done. So they aren't you aren't paying them for downtime, whereas an on-site assistant you do. That person when they don't have any you don't have anything to do for them to do, they're still on the clock for you. So you're still on the hook for paying them for that. And you may you have to pay them for breaks and stuff like that too. That's where a virtual assistant, of course, is more efficient in that area. So those are, you know, the other big thing too that I think is important for people to know is we kind of, I kind of touch upon the time where a virtual assistant, when they're on the clock and then when they're doing the work and then they stop, but they're also not usually on demand. So if you are a person that works in the last minute and you, a virtual assistant may not work well for you. You probably want to go the employee route because then, of course, that's the big difference too. an employee, even though you pay them for the downtime, they are there when you need them right away. So because of that, they're there and you're able to, if you have something last minute or something you need like right then, of course, the employee can can jump right on it. Whereas a virtual assistant may or may not be available to accommodate you at that given moment. So that's something that I, I think is huge for people to know as you're making that decision. So if you're that type of person that you need someone at your beck and call, then virtual assistance is probably not for you. You would most likely want to go the employee route. So hopefully these things have been of help to you in terms of Knowing the the similarities and the differences between a virtual assistant and an on-site assistant to be able to help you make that decision and which one works best for you and your work style. But of course, I, me having been a virtual assistant for almost 20 years and being in the industry for over 21 years now, I am biased to the fact of virtual assistance, but I know that it doesn't work for everyone. And so you do have to make the informed decision of what works best for you. But I will say that virtual assistance works wonderfully. um, And it helps a lot of people who need support, but don't need it full time. They don't have the budget for a full time employee. And so it works 
fantastically for them to be able to get the support that they need to be able to focus on growing their business and not dealing with the administrative things that go along with it. So that is it for today's topic. I hope that you have found this impactful for you and of value. If so, leave me a, leave us a review. That would be fantastic. Again, as I always say, we would love to hear from you. Getting that feedback would be helpful to know that somebody's out there listening and finding this helpful to them. That is it for today's topic. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Make sure you head over to teamdelegate.com forward slash downloads to get my most recent guide on delegating. Also be sure to share this with a business friend and follow us on your favorite podcast channel 